Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I want to talk today about forgiveness. The saying goes, to err is human, to forgive, divine. And I do think there's something to that. Forgiveness takes something spiritual, something outside of our own human justifications, above ego and its beliefs about self and other. Forgiving requires a love that is not conditional. It's a love at its highest form, a divine kind of love, the one that Jesus expressed so beautifully and which made his resurrection and ascension natural and complete. He truly proved that pure love is also life, and life is love. Beginning of that saying about erring being human is also instructive to us. It tells us that it's also natural to the human thought and behavior to make mistakes, some that might hurt others, often ignorantly and sometimes maliciously. In either case, humans don't do everything right. They are not all wise, and they respond to bad information. They're learning. They're acting and reacting from fear, from defensiveness, protectiveness, and a need to feel like they matter, to boost themselves up. These kind of flawed qualities seem inevitable and also distasteful, but they're not really the whole of who any of us are. And they're also forgivable because a higher sense of love, God, sees that the good of who we really are is greater than our mistakes. The diviner conception also realizes that to forgive is to love, and to love is to live. If we want to really live, it behooves us to do our best to find that forgiving love in us. It may be about seeing the good in another. It may be about realizing we've done things we wish we hadn't and showing others some mercy. It may mean showing ourselves some mercy for things we might have done that might have been wrong or reactive or not well thought out. We can stop letting the ego boss us around with its need to either feel superior or inferior. Rather, we can accept a higher concept of ourselves and of others. God's clear idea of all those who created as worthy of love, of another chance, and of ourselves those who are the forgivers of having the ultimate joy of loving in a way that washes our own thinking clean by forgiving another. For while another may surely suffer from our resentments of them, most often it is we who suffer the most, carrying with us a burden of unlove, of judgment that keeps us heavy and bound up, that inhibits our living We can forever justify a reason not to forgive. And maybe one's behavior towards us is truly reprehensible, consciously cruel and hurtful. But if we can't forgive the behavior, the acts and words that hurt us, we can do our best to begin to separate the act from the individual, from that one that God made, that is someone's child, that at one time was innocent and full of love and may have lost sight of that. God never lost sight of that innate innocence in another or in us. Likewise, we haven't truly lost our tender and loving hearts because of 
someone else's effect on us. We are still to God the very expression and object of His love. We can receive that awareness, know the true concept of another, or do our best to do that and start to live. We can recognize that resentments, anger, blame are the shackles on our lives, not on the ones we think harmed us. And we can recognize that forgiveness allows for productivity. It allows us to come together again as individuals, as communities, even as nations, and get some good things done. Resentment is a divider. Forgiveness is a unifier. For not only does forgiveness bring us together again or allow for that, the act of forgiving is divine. It lifts us even higher than before. It gives us a new quality of goodness, awareness, and resolve that's powerful beyond what we felt before this divine act happened. Forgiveness is progressive and it advances us and those with whom we can come together again, seeing past the human errors to the divine possibilities. This forgiveness can be difficult, but it seems to me in this era of what seems like constant blame of others, of pointing fingers and accusations, we need to try forgiving, even if it is just in our own hearts over seemingly small things. We can't make true progress. We're always about who is the most hurt and who feels the most harmed and how there's a villain out there that deserves to be hated and vilified and there's a victim who has every right to remain a victim to make their lives about the blaming. This is a choice, of course, and there's surely something to accountability, but forgiveness, it seems to me, does so much more. It moves us forward getting us out of self and separation, taking sides and slinging stones and allows for reformation and progress and peace within and in our lives. 1 Peter 3.9 says it this way from the New Living Translation. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will bless you for it. We might think that's difficult, but God has called us to be loving. He's made us capable of it. And to bless and forgive is not only something we can do, it truly blesses us as we do it. We have the ability to respond to a higher ideal, to forgive and to live. Here's more food for thought before I go with this prayer by Mary Baker Eddy from her miscellaneous writings. May God give unto us all that loving sense of gratitude which delights in the opportunity to cancel accounts. Amen to that. And thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more Divine Purpose Insights. If you have any questions or comments or want to talk more about your Divine Purpose, feel free to contact me at lauramolitor.com at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.